guys welcome to the fsl nfl podcast show it is josh here with kunis micah and jared we're going off uh we're gonna go recap some of these big topics in the nfl uh today um we're not gonna hit uh, a bunch of the games in particular but we're gonna focus on a lot of the big news a lot of the big storylines that came out and a few of the games uh so do any of you guys want to have any opening thoughts want to want to kick this kick this show off well uh i'll get it started with got a mic now sounds a little bit better hopefully yeah yeah it does (laughs) uh did make a trade this week to help my uh my just bleeding team it's it's been a rough stretch but uh finally got a quarterback (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah uh hopefully Jalen Hurts doesn't get injured as well uh seeing as how I had three quarterbacks on my roster and all of them got hurt Jesus <laughs> pray for Jalen Hurts everyone <laughs> the outlook is the curse uh, is upon him ho- hopefully this is a good week though we got good matchups finally um we're pulling uh, crossing my fingers but healthy lineup so we're pulling for you this week Kunis. you're like you're like our lovable loser <laughs> like the Cubs of this league, we're just kind Love of pulling for you. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, we've had a a lot of a uh, uh, more more content per se uh, uh, brought into the FSL. We we got a TikTok up and going. Yeah, we um, do. We'll we'll be sure to check that out. And then uh, my co historian here revamped our uh, personal recap for the league only, and it, it's it's fantastic. It looks great. He's done a great job with that. Um, but yeah. Uh, so any 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 uh, any guys have any more thoughts on the league? Real quick, uh, going into this next week, I think I got Eric. So you know, uh, there's my buy. But uh, <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> we think about your matchups. Um, I got AJ this week, so I, I'm feeling pretty confident, even though my team is still kind of questionable at this time with all the injuries as well. But AJ's team, he made a really bad trade earlier this week, so I'm feeling very confident now. And I'm going to send Nate, our commissioner, a edible arrangement and a thank <laughs> yes. you card for making that trade with him. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm playing Sacco this week. Ooh, I listened to the FSL Fantasy Podcast this morning. I had a clean sweep in their pickums. I don't know how confident I am. <laughs> I'm starting Miles Gaskin because he's playing the Jaguars, but he's gonna he's gonna score like five points. I'm just already <laughs> resigned to that, but that's just kind of a roller coaster that I decided to do when I picked him. So that's and, all I've got for fantasy this week. And unfortunately, Ben can't join us today. He has to take a oh, shower yes. to the vet. So it will just be us for tonight. Yes, the what? He Take also, a shower to the vet. <laughs> he also doesn't want to show his face after the uh Oh the Colts Ravens. The Colts, the Colts blew it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Whatever excuse, I didn't see the text messages, but whatever excuse he came up with is absolute bullshit. Well we'll get into that. We'll get into that game uh, a little later. That's currently uh, crying in the fetal position. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. Marvis and Harrison highlights. Yes. (laughs) We're living living the glory days. The late late 2000s. (laughs) What do you know about a little Anthony Gonzalez? Maybe a little Austin Colley? Yeah. Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark. Clark. 
Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, I think uh, we should start off with perhaps the biggest news of the weekend, and that is John Gruden resigning from the Raiders. Uh, the news broke like right in the middle of Monday Night Football. Uh, Shefty got on and uh, explained that he had resigned. Uh, for those of you who are living under a rock and don't know what happened, uh, basically they found emails that he had sent to Dan Snyder, the owner of the uh, Washington football team. These emails contain misogynistic, anti-gay, and racist uh, 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 content. And um, originally we thought it was emails back in 2011, but it turns out they were from a span of then till 2018, right before he took the job uh, in Vegas. But yeah, he resigned. Uh, if you guys listen to the Waiver Watcher show, me, Jared, and Trevor got a live reaction of it happening. Yeah. Um, but I guess, uh, I guess, what do you guys think about this? And uh, how do you think this impacts the uh, uh, the Raiders, who were having a great season um, up until now? Not a good look. Not a good look for the Raiders organization. Obviously, not a good look for John Gruden. And I mean, I think what. The, the tone that he portrayed in his emails kind of speaks for itself. The thing that I'm most interested about and honestly a little worried about is it seems like there, that was just the tip of the iceberg. So this came out, I don't know if everybody listening or if you guys even knew, but this came out because they were looking into emails from mm-hmm. the president, I think of the Washington. During that whole scandal. Yeah. Down, there was like a whole Dan scandal Snyder. there with like cheerleaders or something and that they were like traffic, something, something, something bad was going on in Washington. And th- that email from John Gruden was sent to the guy in Washington. And that's just kind of what started to snowball everything. And now they're getting like dirt on Adam Schefter. There's still a ton of stuff that the NFL is withholding. Um, and it kind of makes you wonder why they decided to go after John Gruden first. I know a lot of the stuff, and those emails was directed at Roger Goodell. So that makes yep. sense. Maybe they yeah. wanted to just kind of get him, make him the scapegoat, make him like the, the martyr for everybody. Not martyr. That's not the right word, but. Um, Relax. <laughs> yeah, that's like the opposite. What but. exactly is the cause? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It, 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 he's just like the poster child. He is the poster child for all of this that's about to unravel. So hopefully they just let everything go and we just see. I'm interested to see what, what's going on, but obviously not mm-hmm. a good look for, for John Gruden and the Raiders and thank God the bears beat them. So you can say oh, yeah. <laughs> indirectly, the bears just destroyed the entire franchise. <laughs> kind of a poetic justice for Khalil Mack to end John Gruden's career in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. But um, did he uh, get a sack? He uh, did. This week? Okay. Cool. Of course. Continue. There's <laughs> a sack every that. game. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say, that uh what to Micah's point that I think it, they went after John Gruden just because he's like the least he's like probably like the lowest out of like I don't know I don't know how to word it just like out of all those people that Micah mentioned and just mm-hmm. like like in people in power so he was like kind of the easiest for him to take down the downfall and kind of see yeah. how everyone would react to that uh I would like to see all the other content and email they had found but initially when he when this first came out about the 2011 email yeah i, I thought they were just going to kind of like brush it over the shoulder he's going to apologize yeah. mm-hmm. maybe lose some type of the locker room but not 
fully because some of the players were like okay with him like they love John Gruden like mm-hmm. Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs came on and they interviewed them about it so they were fine with it um but then those other emails came out and it just led him to resigning essentially and my first initial thought was how did Carl Nassib feel you know the DN oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the first openly gay person in the NFL he took a personal day today he didn't show up to practice he did. Yeah, he requested a personal day today. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, he my, wanted to process thought, all that. My first thought on this was, why, why is all this being sent in an email? What kind of idiot does that? <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't smart enough to know that you don't send your just general shit talking when this is obviously way more than way beyond that? Especially to Who the said- commissioner about the commissioner of the NFL. Imagine <laughs> if they got a hold of this pager. Oh Jesus. my god, <laughs> dude! His telegraphs are probably crazy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody go find those carrier pigeons. He would have been canceled in the 1800s. Oh, oh my god. Um. Yeah. Just to hit on that, like what Jared said with uh, Nasib, I think that's the last name. Um. Yeah, that's super awkward, and not only that, but a lot of his players are African-American, and, you know, um, the misogynistic remarks, too, make it make it look even worse as well. It's like a combination of those things, and um, his initial excuse was bullcrap on the original email about so the whole lips thing. It was so dumb. It was so bad, and if they found this multitude of stuff, um, you know, it's one thing to write in an email, but like, if you say it that often, that much, that's not joking. That's not no, being cute yeah, or, or snarky. That's yeah. That means he actually believes he was comfortable saying. saying that in an email. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, I also kind of to bring it up on Micah's behalf. I think the original investigation was into employment stuff and everything going on with Washington football team. They also had that one guy, the DEA rated the one trainer for like, uh, drugs and stuff. And there's actually the people, the investigation, what was originally supposed to do, those people are actually now uh, sending a lawsuit in because they were expecting to get justice. And now all of a sudden it's, uh, and now all of a sudden it is uh, 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 going all, all this focus to John Gruden. So the people who they were trying to get justice for, are, you know, kind of getting overshadowed by, uh, you know, John Gruden's emails and about something that's not related to what's going on. So um, definitely need to figure that stuff out as well. Do you guys think his career in the NFL is over? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As a head the coach, won't let him just like anything. In. As a head like, coach, absolutely. As something, I don't know. It's just like it'd be like a JUCO coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Was Back it, on Monday Bishop, Night Football. Was it Bishop Sycamore? Was it Bishop Sycamore? <laughs> They're hiring. He might have academy. He's probably the only person that can pull Bishop Sycamore out of. <laughs> oh I guess my you, God. Can't, you can't pull him out of anything. They're not real. But how do you feel? I mean, like, I, it doesn't matter. Like what you know, group or minority group or and, and whoever it is that he's like attacking. Like, how could you possibly get behind somebody that you just know? things like that and emails like that and is comfortable saying things like that, especially like it doesn't matter that there was that Carl Nassib is on the Nassib, Nassib. I don't Nassib, I, 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 I think, think it's Nassib. I think it's probably Nassib. Nassib. It's two S's and an I. Yeah. And he, yeah. I think that's what they were saying on hard knocks. Okay. So like, even if he wasn't on the team, like I feel like I would have a hard time respecting somebody who's, mm-hmm. 
but that's still is, so close-minded. Like that, that takes it. Yeah. To a whole, that takes it to a whole nother level. He was also he was also shit talking uh, women refs uh, or, or mm-hmm. women being refs too. That was where the misogynistic remarks were coming from, and yeah, that's bullcrap, man. You know, but uh, I mean, all yeah. refs are fucking terrible. So. <laughs> yeah, he, he's done. He's uh, that's the last of uh, John Gruden on the big stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to agree. We may not. What do you guys? What do you guys think the Raiders go from here? Like, I mean, they still got to play the rest of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be they, a bit they distracted. Down. It's unfortunate because it's that narrative is just gonna just gonna follow them every mm-hmm. every week, every game. It's gonna be they're gonna talk about and John talk about John Gruden in any sense. So it's unfortunate for the Raiders because, like Josh said, they were having a great season. I mean, until the Bears, but I don't know. When I was when it was all starting to unravel a little bit, it could have we could have already started to see some of the effects of that happening in that game. Not taking anything away from mm-hmm. the Bears, you know, but just saying, like... Uh, no, it, it easily could have played a factor into it. Yeah. No, I agree. But, uh... Yeah, uh, the Raiders definitely. Uh, um, you know, it's a shame to see, but we have to see how they where they go from here. Moving on, though, to uh, another topic that um, I'm sure Jared and Kunis here will have a lot to a lot a lot of stake in because it was directly it was, it was directly attached to topic. their uh, matchup this way. <laughs> but what do you, uh, you guys think about uh, Kadarius Tony? Um, trying to be like Tyson Fury and, and taking out a, a, a Cowboys defender uh, with a punch. He was having a fantastic game. Um, you know, rookie from Florida. Uh, it was drafted later in the first round, if I believe. Uh, uh, correct. Early. Um, kind of like some, middle. Yeah, some were kind of shocked by that pick, too. They thought he'd be a little bit later of wide receiver, but the, uh, the Giants liked what they saw. Uh, came out and did really well, even after Daniel Jones got knocked out. Uh, he had Mike Glennon in there, but decided to, decided to, to throw a punch on a helmeted player. We'll never understand that, but uh, what do you guys think on this? Uh, where, do you think, uh, where, where do you think it goes from here with him? Well, real quick, sorry. It was the 20th pick, and I know that because that was the Bears pick. To get Justin Fields. Thank you, New York. Um, <laughs> I'll put in my quick two cents because I didn't I didn't actually watch that live. I know the two two other guys here probably did. Um, they were down a lot when that happened. So he was probably frustrated. Like imagine he's just got 180 yards. He's the only player on the team that's doing anything. And they're still down by 25 or 30. Defense is definitely chirping in his ear, even though he's been burning them all game. But then you get ejected. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect the game. It's already an L. Like like you said, the punch in the helmet. I never understand. I just don't get it. Javon Wims did it. Javon Wims, baby. I just don't understand. Uh, I'll quickly say this. I'll quickly say this. It. It kind of hurts, but it hurts your fist more than it hurts them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it does kind of hurt when you get hit when you get hit in the helmet, but it definitely hurts the guy's fist yeah. way more than it's hurting the guy that you're it's punching. Like a, it's like an open hand straight to a literal helmet. I don't. You're just annoying him it. at that point. I don't get it. Oh, 100 percent. That's all it is. My my thoughts on this are that uh, that. Who, cause he he had it coming. He should have done it. Too <laughs> <early>. <laughs> it was absolutely the right decision. You should have knocked him, him out earlier. 
he should have done it in the first quarter when <laughs> when he could have taken that DB out of the game. You know what? Get rid of him. Dirty player didn't belong out there. Maybe the Giants would still be healthy if he uh, had done that in the game. <laughs> All right. Did you watch the play? Did you see what happened? I'm not justifying the punch to the helmet because that's stupid. That's that's just a dumb move. Mm-hmm. But. I, I don't it's so know. Dumb. It's so dumb to hit somebody with the helmet. I don't know the Cowboys player that did it, but the Cowboys player, like, because they were holding him up. There was like a bunch of like them holding up, and they called the play dead. And mm-hmm. at the end, the Cowboys player takes Kadarius and just shoves him to the ground. And that's where he reacted. That's where he got emotional. It's always it's always the retaliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, second guy. Yeah, it's always the second guy. It's, it's dumb. It's stupid. But like, they're not gonna see the first one because they're not looking for it. But then. You do the first one. Mm-hmm. There's commotion, and then they're looking for it. And then you then, throw, then you break your hand trying to punch a helmet, wow. and you get <laughs> out of the game. In Kandarius's, uh situation, he rolled he rolled up his sleeve. I saw it too. He rolled up his sleeve, and he oh missed. My God. He missed though. <laughs> he missed. So he didn't even get his money's worth for it. But it's sad to see because he was having a hell of a game. He had 189 yards. He broke OBJ's record, and that was like what six minutes left in the fourth quarter. I, I was so confident he was going to break 200 yards, but we don't we won't get to see it. To, to touch on his uh, his performance, I think a uh, big factor is Trayvon Diggs is so incredibly overrated right now. I he, I agree. He's no, really young. He's going to be great, but he's just super aggressive on all of all of his reads. I agree. So he tries to jump the play, which leads to him getting burned constantly. Where he gets you know, picked. He does, That's why he leads Marcus the Peters does it all the time. Up, but he's allowing a shitload of yards because he just gets burned or he picks it off. So I disagree, I disagree because I think it has less to do with Trayvon Diggs being bad and more to do with Darius Tony just being fucking insane. I have never seen a guy who is able to like some of his cuts. Have, did you They're see that smooth. one play where he juked out like five people? And, and yeah. he only got like five yards, but he juked out like three or four or five guys in two seconds. He's the man is like him. a he's like Lamar on Superstar KO in Madden Twenty. <laughs> man <laughs> jukes like it's nothing. <laughs> he's, he, he is really good. He was great. He was great at Florida. He just had he, a problem he, with drops. Really good. And yeah, then he, drops and physicality, right? It yeah. Was, he was in, oh, he showed his physicality. He also had some off the field concerns too, as does I feel like everybody from Florida. You go to Florida, you got some problems. Yeah. Oh my god. Florida man like that. Urban, Urban has a last Urban, baby. <laughs> Urban. <laughs> Wait, who? I Urban. forgot about him. Thanks to Gruden. <laughs> yeah, for real. But um, to touch on what Kunis is talking about, I agree. I think Trayvon Diggs is a little overrated right now. Yes, he's leading the league in interceptions. But I think just, I think it just stems down from him converting from a wide receiver. He just has those instincts to, you know, kind of just watch the quarterback. Like, he's not really watching who he's supposed to be covering. And that's kind of what lets up all those yards and how he gets burnt like half the time. And, and like what Micah said, Kadarius Tony is also really good. So it could be a combination of both. But yeah, DB or wide receivers that switch to DB, like they have that extra element in their, then they have that wide receiver mindset along with it compared to guys who are uh, career defensive players. So that's definitely an advantage. And I like, Kind of like what you guys were saying, like opportunistic. Uh, he reminds me a lot of like Marcus Peters. He's absolutely garbage and burnt a lot toast. of man to man. Yeah, burnt toast. But he is able to read the quarterback so well. He can get those 
uh, he can turn those opportunistic plays into picks, pick sixes, and you know mm-hmm. get those turnovers. Where's is where his value comes from. Uh, but he's by no means like uh, you a know like a Marlon corner. Humphrey, yeah, shut down corner. Jalen Ramsey you kind know, of thing. That's a good yeah, Jalen Ramsey kind of thing. I like. So that. that's what I like kind of view it as. And it's not to it's not to say that he's a bad cornerback, but it's just like a different. It's not like the respectable or. I guess that's a bad word too. I guess like just like <laughs> the lockdown, you know, mm-hmm. badass corner that you know a lot of people think he he might be right now. Jalen Johnson, Jalen Johnson, baby. Jalen Johnson. Yeah. yeah, he's been impressing. Patrick Sertain, he's locked. Patrick Sertain, he looks so good. He's so <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, he that was a good pickup by the Broncos. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to our next topic, and uh, I know our Bengals fans are going to be um, a little. Uh, uh, excited to hear about this and it's not just the Bengals and Packers fans but kicking in general what the heck happened on Sunday was Jesus. there something in the water for kickers uh, I believe it was what 16 missed field goals and 13 PAT something insane like that um, I don't know what, what what's going on especially that Bengals Packers game there was five consecutive was it five consecutive misses or just yes. five misses five. yeah so, what is going on? It looks like Justin Tucker is the only competent kicker that can make a field goal in this league now. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts on that? What the hell happened? And Cairo Santos. I, yes. I, I think I, I want everyone to know that there's a support group started by the, the three Bears fans in this group <laughs> for kicking woes. You yes. ever need help on a doink? You, ever, uh, you don't know what to do with yourself after you hear that thud. Just come to us. We can comfort you. We got you on the first stud, and we'll help you through the second. I have second. no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, like, as bad as it's been for the Bears, the Vikings kicking woes have been so much worse. Oh, for so my much gosh. We had Robbie Gold for, like, 15 years. So, it just – it was bad in between him and, and Cairo. Honestly, as for what happened on Sunday, I think it was just a coincidence. There was just a lot of weird games going on. Like, there were five – after like the two minute warning in the fourth quarter of the Bengals Packers game, there were five missed field goals in a row. Ridiculous. And minutes of football. That is just, that's unheard. <laughs> and like Mason Crosby is usually nails late in the game. Mm-hmm. Evan McPherson, he, he's got a leg. He's been pretty decent this year. Even yeah, he's, he's already two hit game, two game. Yeah. Two game winners. Two yeah. game winners. He thought he had a third. He started. So I don't know. What he <laughs> yeah. He I young know, did. Just, okay. That's, that's the only thing I'm going to say about this. Cause I don't have anything else to say about the kickers. I don't understand. He didn't even – he watched – it was, like, up for one second. It wasn't yeah. even halfway. It started it's the flag, too. Like, talk about <laughs> – that's impressive in itself. That was impressive. But, like, he didn't even know it did that. It, was, it wasn't even halfway to the goalpost. And he's, yeah. like, turning around, hugging the holder, and the offensive linemen are celebrating with him. And then one guy is like, uh, dude, you missed. But he's good. Evan McPherson's a good kicker. So. Yeah. And the yeah, Bengals are good. The Bengals look legitimate against the Packers. This uh, was just – it was one of the funniest games I've ever watched. <laughs> it, was it, it was laughing funny. out loud as they cut back every time they missed a field goal. <laughs> I wish – Bungles, finding new ways to bungle. I wish the Packers would have lost that game, though. So did I, but it's still nice to just keep the Bengals at bay. Also, um, in that Bengals game, uh, Joe Burrow suffered a throat contusion. Was that? Did you guys see what happened? Was it because of that flip? I think it was the hit. He landed like on his neck because he didn't want to slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but see that... what Aaron Rodgers said to him afterwards. He said, "Dude, you're mm-hmm. too talented. Just slide." Yeah, he said he wished he, he told Lamar that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said he so wished he could have told Andrew Luck. 
Yeah, I mean, what was Lamar doing with that front foot? Apparently, he's been doing that since college, dude. He no, just... uh, Lamar's first preseason game was against the Packers, and it was like his first action, and he was running all over the place. And right after his very first preseason game, uh, Aaron Rodgers walked up to him and shook his hand and told him to stop sliding, kid. (laughs) So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, throat contusion. He was cleared from the hospital on Sunday, I believe. It was like a couple hours after the game. So I think he's good to go. Yeah, he had had a voice rest. Voice voice rest. rest voice rest but anyway um i guess the biggest thing is what you guys think the kicker market's going to explode here or what i mean obviously i'm mcpherson and mason crosby might not be going anywhere but uh any other teams where we might see some kickers uh, getting picked up i haven't really seen anything yet but do you think that there's going to be some movement here soon um i don't know like you said i think it was just like a weird day that just like everyone was missing because i mean what, who are you going to go look for because the only accurate kicker is Justin true. Tucker. So, and that then I saw true. I saw a question on Twitter, and I want to ask you guys this: Would you trade a first round pick for Justin Tucker? I would trade two first round picks. For okay, <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm like only half kidding. You know how important? You know how valuable oh. it is to have a good kicker. We know. That's why we've been <laughs> paying him. I have his jersey. I have a jersey of a kicker. I, you know. Yeah, your well, your opinion does not matter because you are so <laughs> far gone. I'm in only halfway there <laughs> in my love for Justin Tucker. But if the Packers or the Bengals had Justin Tucker, they would have won in regulation. Easily. Oh, 100%. 100%. The Bears would have won a Super Bowl if they had Justin stop Tucker. Stop it. Stop. I'm not going to stop it. The Bears <laughs> would have won a Super Bowl if we had Justin Tucker. I don't want to hurt I'm him. Not, yeah. I'm not going to go too far. <laughs> but Pat McAfee broke it down perfectly on, like, what happened to Sunday and then like also like Justin Tucker's legacy and everything like that. But yeah, dude, kickers are definitely important. And ever since the NFL moved the PAT back, there's been tons of misses and, and kicking mm-hmm. accuracy dropped across the board. It's, it's a lot more difficult and those points matter. It's just one point, but that one point matters immensely. Look yeah. at the Colts Ravens game. Um, uh, Blankenship missed a PAT earlier in the game, and you know that one PAT could have made the difference, and yeah. so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's very important, and you know, um, you you definitely want to have a kicker that can, uh, you know, uh, accurate that can hit them. And um, so, when you say give up a first rounder, like I would definitely see a lot of teams, like in my opinion, yeah, that's that's a lot of points you could leave off the board. Uh, so, you know, the kicker market might start skyrocketing here soon. So, you young guys in college, uh, get your shit together. Yeah, <laughs> you, honestly, can, I'm a, you can go pretty high in the draft. <laughs> if I have a son, I'm raising him to be a kicker. Because oh, 100%. <laughs> to the NFL make a lot of money, just make kicks. I don't know. If you're, if you're like a soccer player that's trying to make the MLS and you're like a fringe player, why wouldn't you just become an NFL kicker? I don't get it. You just got to have the opportunity. It. Very true. I think it's harder than that because I've had that same thought process, but – Kicking a soccer ball versus kicking a football is different. Mm-hmm. I will. S- no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I I have no kicking experience. I kicked <laughs> a I kicked a rugby ball with Ben one time when we were in school, and I could barely kick it like ten yards a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I we had a guy in high school. He was an extremely extremely talented soccer player. Um, he eventually left. Uh, uh, I think he left school early to like go out to California to like play for like semi-pro something crazy like that. He was extremely talented, but we used him as a kicker uh, for our high school team. And this guy would come out and he would just like on opening kickoff would just put it through the field goal post on a kickoff every single time. And then 
practicing field goals, he was drilling 60 yarders in high school, like nothing to it. Like if he actually pursued a career as a kicker, he would have been immensely uh, 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 successful, but he wanted to play soccer more. Um, I don't think it's a very sexy position. And, you know, um, to bring it back to Pat Mack. It's a very like, important position though. Exactly. Like and like, I, like what I was, I said earlier in, in the, uh, uh, this week, I was just like, it's so interesting to like hear like Pat talk about it and stuff like that. Like have a kicker break it down because like you realize how just how intricate and like how hard it is to kick. And these guys are athletes, uh, you know, just because they're not out there uh, throwing eighty yard dimes or making big tackles, they're still doing a very difficult job. And you know, it's it, it's important. And mm-hmm. this week showed it. And the stats across the board. Yeah, if it was easy, they would throw their lineman out there to do it or something, or like their backup, like six string running back to go out there and kick it we had a we had a female kicker on our team yeah yeah (laughs) she she was actually pretty accurate i mean she just she was a soccer player too yeah she she just couldn't kick very far we did our our coach wouldn't put him out there put her out there for like uh kickoffs she would get yeah kickoffs or like she would get targeted field goal yeah well, Vandy last year, they had that girl kick in for them. Oh, Foley. yeah, Sarah Foley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, the, thing, the thing about that, she got a lot of hate, but, like, she wasn't very good. <laughs> well, first of all, it's Vandy. They freaking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I feel like that was, I feel like that was, like, more of a publicity stunt when there are actually really talented female ki- Like, there could be very talented female kickers. Mm-hmm. Like, Harley Lloyd, the the... <laughs> Uh, player on the U.S. women's national team, like she was drilling like forty yarders, like ten in a row. Like she could, I feel like she could actually kick legitimately. Was, was that Zach Ertz's wife? Because I remember she was like they had a video of her kicking a bunch, and then she was joking about uh, getting signed on by a team so she could play no, with her husband. That was some. That I I don't remember her name. Julie, maybe Julie, Julie Ertz. Ertz. Yeah, she's good. She's good. But no, that Carly Lloyd is like one of the best female soccer players ever and she was drilling 40 50 yards like it was nothing so i think yeah, she, yeah. yeah. kicking woes you bears fans have a lot of experience with that uh, not this on. year <laughs> not, this year. <laughs> not anymore all right moving on um i think that if there's one game that we need to hit on first it's going to be that monday night thriller with between the colts and the ravens uh, I was talking a lot of crap going into the night, and uh, very quickly I, I was shut up <laughs> by the Colts' offense absolutely tearing our defense a new one. Uh, but the most insane uh, uh, series of events happened. Lamar got Lamar fumbled, pissed himself off, decided to throw what was it like a seventy-yard dime, and then just got him back in the game. And then Clayus Campbell, who on a prior field goal that they made. He actually broke through that line. So they already knew there was a weakness right there. And when he blocked that one, oh, my gosh. Crazy so game. Hyped. What were so your guys' hyped. thoughts on it? Um, I know we were all kind of talking in the chat and, and whatnot, but uh, it was uh, it was quite the game, to say the least. I think the, uh, I think the Colts were better than I thought they would be. Um, I should, uh, other than, you know, the second half of that game where their defense, their defense looks so much worse than it did last year. Like, insanely worse. Their their offense doesn't look that bad with uh, with Wentz. He still holds the ball too long. I remember watching one where he just he kept spinning and backpedaling. I'm like, dude, just throw it away. Just, you don't have to take the sack here. And he and has then, a bad uh, habit of when he's about to get sacked, he'll just, like, toss it does. last second. That's yeah. so dangerous. I hate when Ooh, he does yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw him do that. 
but right. they're they're good. They're uh, I I think the Colts are going to win a couple games <laughs> <laughs> eventually, right? <laughs> this is why this is why Ben didn't want to come on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could no, see. I, sorry, sorry to interject. I could also see them winning a couple games. <laughs> they do play Houston <laughs> twice. <laughs> there you go. They they might and the Jags and the Jags and the Jags. Um, God, their division sucks. It's so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> they, uh, but I, I didn't realize that the Colts have actually my least favorite player in the NFL, Andrew Sandejo. Sandejo. Uh, the dude just looks for injuries. I swear. He's he always headhunting and he always hurts himself. Yeah. Every time he just leaves with his head and then he yeah. hurts himself. Like, what are you doing? It was like, uh, Brandon Mayweather back I, in the day. I was just about to say. <laughs> Fuck Brandon. Like, literally, I have never... a Perfect and Brandon Merriweather. Mm-hmm. Brandon Merriweather did nothing other than try to hurt people. Mine no, was Heinz Ward. Fuck Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. 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 The like, same shit. Heinz Ward at least was good at football and, like, did it under the guise of, like, toughness. Brandon Merriweather was just trying to injure people. He did nothing other than headhunting and knocking people out. Fuck. If Brandon Merriweather ever listens to this podcast, maybe lives in Belgium or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll also point out, uh, not only did Sendejo uh, was trying to light up, uh, I think it was Prochet, and he got rattled, hmm. but Xavier Rhodes did the same thing on Mark Andrews, trying to blow his ass up, and he knocked himself out of the game. Yeah. So, I, you know, all the excuses that the Colts were – uh, depleted in the secondary. Two of their guys knocked themselves out. So <laughs> what am I, What are they supposed to do? They're literally taking themselves out of the game. <laughs> I will say about that so, game, though. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say something real quick about that game. Uh, I was really impressed with Lamar Jackson. I remember the narrative. I think a year ago too is like, can Lamar Jackson throw them back into a game if like they're down by? this much well they were down by 16 in that fourth quarter and 19 19 sorry <laughs> but yeah he threw him back into that game he threw for i think 390 plus yards in the second half and then like three touchdowns i i wanted I'm gonna, he's not I'm gonna a go out on a limb i'm gonna go on a limb and call him a quarterback <laughs> <laughs> he got that's, that's my hot take of the day is that he's a quarterback <laughs> please respect him as much well, i'm gonna go out on a limb and call him a running back who could throw him like maybe he was a quarterback in college or high school or something. <laughs> because i trevor brought it up i don't know if it was on the podcast that i listened to this morning or yesterday in the chat or monday in the chat i guess jesus christ it's wednesday already um <laughs> he, like you could say what you want about the Colts knocking themselves out, but the secondary was so bad. And Lamar oh, yeah. only shows up and does this kind of a game against really bad secondaries. He can throw, but when it comes down to it, if he really needs to come back and win a meaningful game, he hasn't done it yet. So until I see him like beat the Chiefs or the Bills in the playoffs, which he's going to have to do with his arm because of the defense uh, – the Ravens' defense is fine, but it's not good enough to like keep Mahomes and Josh Allen in check. He's going to have to – throw the ball. Clyde isn't going to fumble the ball in overtime or whatever every single time for, for the Ravens to march down the field and kick a field goal. No, this time it'll be Darrell Williams. It'll be Darrell Williams <laughs> or Marlon Mack maybe, but Lamar's going to need a throw, and until I see him do it against a, a decent defense in a meaningful game, which is decent defenses show up in meaningful games, I don't believe it. Uh, what if he does it against the Chargers next week? 
Are you a little bit of a believer? I'll I'll start to believe. I love Lamar Jackson. I just okay. don't think that he's like all of a sudden fixed his passing woes because he mm-hmm. threw for 400 yards against like backup Colts defenders. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. <laughs> Company well, with Peyton Manning. I will be I'll be very impressed if he gets 300 passing yards against the Chargers. I'd be I'd be very impressed with that. All right, so let's see what he does he will, against the Chargers. To to counter that, you know, I, I agree that he has still doesn't have that signature win against a great defense. Um, I will say his 2019 campaign where his MVP year, he did beat some really, really good defenses, but it was mainly because of his feet. Um, that year was a very, he didn't need to throw a whole lot because we had such a great O-line. Mark Andrews was his main target and the defense was solid. So he didn't need to like throw for 400 yards. Um, honestly, in my, uh, my opinion, I don't personally like to see a quarterback getting, it doesn't tell me it's, it's not a balanced attack. If you're throwing, if you have to throw 400 yards, we definitely gotta get the run game going again. But the one thing I will say is that, um, I feel like no matter what he has improved so much from 2018. I mean, those first, those six games that he played in 2018 were, Oh my God. I mean, that playoff game against the the chargers, he looked bad and it's just every year he looks and is playing better and that's exactly what we want to see from him. I mean, I was a hater at first. When they drafted him, I literally I looked remember. at Ryan and I said, what the fuck? I was I pissed because <laughs> I wanted a pocket passer. And actually, I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I, who I really wanted that year was Mason Rudolph to uh, uh, oh, to replace God. Joe Flacco. Oh, yes. oh my oh, God. I loved his big arm, Play his big arm at Oklahoma State. <laughs> No, no, I loved the way he played at Oklahoma oh, State. I thought it would reflect perfect in that offense. But I was wrong. And I I admitted it very quickly. I'm a Lamar <laughs> believer now, although I you guys see it in chat. I get frustrated with his ball handling. He fumbles like crazy. He needs to freaking tuck that motherfucker and <laughs> just. But um, now I like coy move. I do. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate it, man. I hate it. Marquise Brown does it too. But uh, for me, I'm not going to ramble more about the Ravens. I'll just say that I think this week is going to be another challenge for him. But the biggest thing is he, we're forcing the defenses to play one of two ways, either stop the run or stop the pass. The linebackers are hesitating on everything because he could he, he could drop back the pass and then run it for 30 yards. So the defense is always second thinking, which is giving him an advantage that another a lot of quarterbacks don't have because he can do either or, and that's going to kill you. So when you're making the defense second think uh, or, or, or second guess um, – you know, second can open. I like second, second thinking. My bad. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything the first time, but when you said it second, second think <laughs> second think time, I decided to we had okay. to step in there. Okay, thank you. Uh, second guess themselves, that can cause a lot of opportunities. But uh, overall, great game. I'm probably going to have a uh, I'm probably going to have a, a cardiac arrest here uh, if we have another primetime game because it's been crazy so far. But anyway. We will move on to the next uh, uh, topic or next game that was very uh, enlightening in, in the AFC North race, at least, was the Chiefs-Bills game on Sunday night. Uh, Bills came in to Arrowhead and took care of business, to say the least. Huge revenge game for the Bills. Uh, we all know Stefan Diggs, how he watched the confetti come down and, you know, was all torn up about it and... He didn't have the best of game, per se, but the Bills overall uh, dominated uh, and got this win. What's going on with the Chiefs, guys? Um, they're not looking like the dominant team, uh, Super Bowl team. Uh, what's happening here? Is it is it the offense? Is it the defense? What's going on? Um, before we get into the Chiefs, 
I think we should credit the Bills more. I think they earned this win. I think they went out and they wanted it more. They're just clearly the better team, honestly. They're, they just have the better defense. Josh, Josh Allen is playing on an unbelievable level still. Looks like more than what he was last year. And like you said, Stephon Diggs didn't really have that type of game, and he doesn't really need to, and they still showed out that game. I think I think the Chiefs' defense is just too bad. Like, it's just – It's terrible. It's terrible. Like, and Patrick Holmes can't throw them – It's terrible. He can't win them every game. Like, he can't score, like, 100 points, 50 points just for them to be competitive. I heard it on the show this morning. The opposing quarterbacks that play the Chiefs, they're what, – what was it? It was, like, 43%. 43% they get a – First down? Yeah, 43% chance to get a first down off so their throws. Play, literally, Patrick – They're playing Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to quote Trevor because it, he, he said it very well. Patrick Mahomes is playing himself every week. Yeah, that's ridiculous. When, when he has to do that, and then you've like he has six interceptions, and I saw a headline from Bleacher Report. I was gonna screenshot it and put it in the chat, and it was like, is is Pat is Patrick is like the league catching up to Patrick Mahomes? Is it his fault? I don't know if people have watched Patrick Mahomes. I have watched most of the Chiefs games because I have him and Kelsey. There have been at least three or four of those six where it has gone straight in and out of a receiver's hands right into a defender. One of them so was Tyreek that night. not only is he night. playing himself, he's playing an equally good quarterback statistically, but his own receivers are just failing him yeah. time and time again. And that's not a good recipe to win, especially when there's such little margin for error with how bad the chase defense is. I agree. Um to be honest, it's kind of like what Lamar was dealing with for his first two years with awful receivers just dropping balls even when he was placing them. Um, it is, it, it's not great to see when you have uh, talent like Tyree Kale, Kelsey, and stuff like that. Although Kelsey's mainly probably not the guy dropping the most ones, but yeah, I, I also feel like I also seen a few of his interceptions too, and he's trying to do his Mahomes esque crazy passes, especially uh, you know trying to throw when. Uh, he's getting tackled and stuff, and they were getting picked off. The no looks, the yeah. side arms. And to me, uh, those are amazing. We know he can do them, but you can't do them all the time, you know. And I think that kind of caught up to him a little bit this month. Um, but overall, he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, there's no denying it. Um, I honestly think uh, uh, it's the defense. The defense is just bad, you know, that they're getting gashed and. Uh, Tyron Matthew is the only bright spot in that secondary, honestly. And yeah, it's not looking it's, good. It's discouraging if you're Patrick Mahomes watching that from the sideline. Like, why am I playing if we're just going to get scored on? Go ahead. Exactly. It's to touch on the Chiefs defense, they, uh, not, they are so thin in everywhere on their defense. Sorensen has looked like shit for the last couple of weeks. And Chris Jones being out in that game, they have, they have two hurt. stars on their defense. That hurt. And if one of them's out, it's a shit show. They yeah, can't. Game over. They they not having Chris Jones was huge for them. But I, even with him, I think the Bills still easily win that game. They were they wanted it more. They're playing better all around. I mean, the Chiefs needed to turn it around in this week to be able to beat the Bills, who are clicking on every on all cylinders, right? Mm-hmm. So they look. they're so good. Their defense like the is AFC really, favorite right now. Their defense is way better than it was, and that's without Matt Milano in that game. Who is that's their ticket to covering Travis Kelsey. Yep. I believe he's not gonna do a great job, but like 
Nobody they're ba- their backup can't hang with nobody. Travis Kelsey. Sorry, sorry. Let me just interject. Nobody can cover Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, he's un- un- unmatchable. I think Tony Dungy said it best. He said the Bills built this team to beat the Chiefs, and we saw the 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 fruits of that uh, of their labor uh, on, on on Sunday night. They just were the better team, hands down. Josh Allen looks fantastic, and. They, they did exactly what they built this team to do. And when you, especially when it comes to conference play, like, you know, you have to, you look at, uh, you look at who's the best team in your conference and you, you have to build a team that can beat them. Cause that's a team you're going to see more than likely in the NFC championship game or the AFC championship game. In order to get to a Super Bowl, you have to beat the best team in your conference first. Um, you know, obviously lock up your division and stuff, but that's the team you have to, uh, you have to build uh, a successful game plan around. All right. Well, I think we beat that one to death. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna touch on that more. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a running there, gonna be a running uh, running thing to keep an eye on with the Chiefs and the Bills throughout the rest of the season. But overall, it was a uh, it was a good get game it. Game it's a running season. theme because they can't run for shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Funny. That matter. All right. Well, you know, we kind of talked about some of them, but uh, I want to ask you guys uh, who right now. Um, uh, who right now is your MVP of the uh, in the NFL? Sam uh, Darnold. Go... All right, Kuda, Sam Darnold. Tell, right. tell me why. Tell me why. I don't know. Eric Absolutely was on this show. Ever you took the words you took the words right out of my mouth. Unbelievable. <laughs> but, but in uh, all seriousness, we we just talked about the MVP of the league so far. It's Josh Allen. There are other people that are that are up there. I think. You might even have Lamar's got a, a shot at it. I think Kyler is obviously up there, but I don't think the way that Josh Allen's playing, the Bills are they four and one? Yes, yes, their only losses they to lost the Steelers, Steelers in uh, Week One, which was to the Steelers. So whatever. yeah, like they got bottled a little bit. Um, I think it's Josh Allen. I think Kyler is there. I think Lamar's on his way, and Justin Herbert. I think that's the that was the yeah, guy I was going to bring up. Stafford yeah. is sneakily still in there. Stafford's Stop. like, I think Stafford's They're 4-1. Like, one. St- Stafford's playing well. Stafford's like hovering, but his stats aren't anywhere near. I don't know, MVP Josh Allen, talk. Kyler, Justin Herbert, who have the same record, if not better. I can't remember what the Chargers record is or the Cardinals record, but I think it's Josh Allen. I Cardinals are undefeated. Like, I also think it's Josh Allen. He's- yeah, there's, there's part of being an MVP is like the story behind you. Like that's just people just like mold the story. Like Lamar was the, the narrative who was proving everybody wrong. Mahomes was the guy who just came out and just fucked everybody. Rogers, um, he was just being Rogers last year. <laughs> like, there wasn't really a story. He was just better than everybody. But this year, like Josh Allen was good enough to win the MVP last year and didn't. This year, he's gotten over the hump. He's beaten Mahomes in the regular season. Um, the team is good. They have one of the best teams in the NFL. They're going to have one of the best records in the league. So he'll have that going for him. He's had one of the best statistical starts to the season. I think it's, I think it's Josh Allen for the, for the considerable future. I agree with all those names you mentioned. And I, I believe Josh Allen's the MVP front runner right now. Um, but I want to know what you guys think. Do you guys think Tom Brady should be in the MVP conversation? I was just thinking that. Yeah, he's ha- <laughs> he's having one of his best seasons at what forty four years old right now. I think he's the most likely to maintain what he's done because we've seen Kyler last year. What through the first couple of weeks, everybody was saying Kyler, Kyler was MVP or Russ, and then 
they kind of dropped off a little bit. Then Aaron Rodgers did what he did. We've seen it um, fucking 20 years of Brady doing this. I think the likeliness of them getting worse throughout the year is pretty slim. And the the likeliness of the Bills ha- – I, I still think it's going to be Josh Allen, but I would put Brady right there. as I think he's more likely than Kyler is. But to that point, though, Josh Allen and the Bills, that Bills offense is it's it always go through. It all goes through Josh Allen, like everything goes through Josh Allen. So I think Josh Allen will maintain that. I don't see him regressing. I thought maybe we saw a, a little regression in the beginning of the season, but he blew out my expectations already. And it's already week five. So does the Bucks I, offense not all run through Tom Brady? I mean, I have I have Tom Brady in a different fantasy league, and it's a league where they count six points for passing touchdowns. He gets like five every game. Mm-hmm. They don't run the ball mm-hmm. in the red zone. Everything and that they do is Tom Brady, and Tom I think, Brady, and Tom Brady, and Tom Brady. Uh, a big a big factor in thinking about who, uh, if if you were going to say like bet right now as your future for who you think is going to be MVP, Josh Allen puts his, puts himself in harm's way a lot. He does do a lot of rushing, and he he runs very physical. To there's there's obviously the, obviously he's really strong, can take a big hit, but like yeah, you know, say a rope one, so, some, somebody big, fast, strong, like an Aaron Donald or something, they can still do some damage if they if they catch him right. So Brady doesn't nearly put him, put himself in harm's way like that nearly as much. Yeah, I think uh, we can all agree that like Josh Allen is probably the front runner right now. I would say my uh, sleeper slash uh, my favorite though is definitely Justin Herbert. I think uh, I I drafted him early, like I've said many times before. I knew he could be this type of quarterback just with the offense he has. You know, Anthony Lynn's ass is finally out of there, and he is just Thank so God. precise in his throws. He's such a professional. I'm really, I was really, really high on him uh, this year. And uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and uh, 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 Jared Cook, you know, they're just all, they're all eating uh, because of him. And uh, the Chargers are one of the best teams in the AFC, I would say, right, maybe even right behind the Bills right now. I would agree. Um, um, they're 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 a really good team. And it's all because of uh, you know Herbert being able to. Uh, keep them in the games with his arm alone and he just looks fantastic but I will say real quick um, quarterbacks are obviously usually the MVP favorite who's your guys's favorite non-quarterback MVP if you had to pick one right now Devontae Adams Derrick Henry easy did you say Devontae Adams I did say Devontae Adams why Devontae Adams because if you took Devontae Adams okay Derrick Henry is also a good answer for the reason that I'm about to say, if you took Devonta <laughs> Adams off of the Packers, like what would that offense look like? Aaron Jones is good, but uh, uh, Robert Tunyon, Robert Tunyon, yes, <laughs> Garth Tunyon, he's been I mean, so bad. The ghost of he's Donald just not production. Okay. Like the ghost of Donald Driver. That like, means they, bad. <laughs> it's literally Devonta Adams. I mean, Aaron Rodgers though, like he can you make anyone Rogers, look good. He can okay, make. I, an, he I can create an offense out of anything. But Tom, okay, but that's what we thought about Tom Brady. Remember when Tom Brady at the end of his career in New England had like no not weapons. even Jacoby Myers? It was like less than it was like nothing. Mm-hmm. He had nothing. I don't, I can't even I can't even pick out. Give me a name. Give me a random Randall name. Cobb. On that. Huh? No, on that Patriots offense. Oh, no, I, on the Patriots I can't. offense. Not just a random name. A random name from the Patriots. <laughs> 
I thought we were, talk- well, we were talking about the Packers. Remember Ken <laughs> Brell Tompkins? Do you remember Ken Brell Tompkins? No. Remember that name? No, I don't. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. I fucking remember Ken. If Ken Brell Tompkins is listening to this podcast, I like Ken Brell Tompkins. But that's, <laughs> that's the issue. <laughs> like, they have Mohamed um, Sanu for a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, they Muhammad did. Sanu <laughs> and Danny, like, he didn't put up those numbers. If you take Devon Adams away from Aaron Rodgers, he would still be good, but he's not an MVP. But I, if we're going to say that, if I'm going to argue that, then I guess Derrick Henry would be the MVP outside of Yeah, he is I'll, I'll take Derrick Henry as my uh... – <laughs> He's the whole team. He is, he the, is entire the entire roster. team. But if you I'm take too... him away, they are, they are str- struggling so I don't much. Think they win, I don't think they win two games if they don't have Derrick Henry. Nope. Yeah, they, they lost without – their main weapons against the Jets. They did have Derrick Henry, but they lost the Jets, and Ryan Tannehill looks terrible. So I agree with that pick. Derrick Henry is just much watch TV, just because if you love watching just him destroy people and defenses, almost like old school running back, except he's like a monstrosity of that. It's so enjoyable just to, when he starts going and then people are just fucking bouncing off of him it is so badass or if he's just throwing so cornerbacks like it's i know nothing. it's so awesome to watch and uh you know he's definitely an all-time already an all-time great running back just not only just his size but man he just runs so violently and i love it um i would also bring it up maybe on the defensive end i think aaron donald's having a fantastic year too um Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is also having a fantastic Bro, year. Eddie uh, Goldman. Roquan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Jalen Johnson. Any of the front seven on the Chicago Bears and Jalen Johnson. Travis Gibson. Travis Gibson. Ro- Robert Quinn. We can go on. Mario Edwards. All right, so this filed into a Bears talk. <laughs> <laughs> Moving <Bears> on. <laughs> let's, let's get to our Lance Briggs. <laughs> Let's get to our pickums for this week. Let alrighty. I like this. Okay, uh, so uh, to quickly recap uh, last week's results, Kunis took the uh, the best overall record. He was eleven four and one. Uh, just to make it clear, the one at the end uh, where the tie would be, uh, we're counting voided. Um, that's if the uh, if the spread hits the exact, it's a voided bet. So in the betting community, that is called a push. Push, yes. For those wondering at home. Okay, and uh, so Kudis was eleven four and one. Um, Jared came in second at ten five and one. Micah in third at Suck eight seven and one, and then me and Ben tied for last uh, at six nine and one. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> not nice. So basically, what you're saying is, if you had followed me, Jared, or Kunis, you would have won money, and otherwise, you would be in the red. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> ben did preface his that. picks by saying he doesn't he doesn't know betting. However, however, he watches football. Yeah. However, um, we did our locks for the week. Everyone's hit except for mine. Uh, I had the Ravens at minus seven. It did not hit, unfortunately. Um, 
Shout out uh, Josh for fucking up the parlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it all came down to Monday night. Everyone, yeah. It, it, it just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I guess let's get into this week's picks. Starting off with the Bucks at Eagles on a Thursday night game. Uh, myself, Kunis, and Micah are all rolling Bucks minus six and a half. Jared, Eagles plus six and a half. Tell me why. Tell why do you think they're gonna they're gonna be there <laughs> against the former Super Bowl champs? Um, I think I think the Eagles are being underrated right now. Uh, they are at home. They're playing pretty well. Granted, they played Sam Darnold last week without Christian McCaffrey, and without Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers are zero two. So, hopefully, Christian McCaffrey plays this week. But uh, the Tampa Bay defense is not that good. They are still dealing with injuries in the secondary. And Jalen Hurts is balling right now. Is I mean, I guess the stats are kind yes, of he inf- is. the stats are inflated a little bit because he doesn't perform well in like the first half, but mostly in garbage time. But I think Jalen Hurts does it. enough to keep them within six and a half points. I don't think it's going to be a blowout game that everyone's think it's going to be because it's the Eagles. The Eagles defense is also not that bad. I think they're ranked in the top ten in passing defense, so they're not that. They're not like walk walkovers and anything like that yeah um <laughs> i still think the tampa bay has got a little too much firepower on that offense uh, i know their defense is kind of struggling but uh um I, I feel confident in bucks minus six and a half and i think my fellow bucks picker, pickers can back me up on that one <laughs> uh anyway we'll move on to another one uh why not let's do this one packers at bears uh oh, yeah Surprisingly, me and Micah are rolling with Packers minus four. I went Packers minus four. Micah is uh, Packers minus four and a half. And Jared and Kunis are rolling with their Bears. Micah's no longer a Bears fan. So let uh, me just Bears explain. plus let me four. Let me just explain myself. <laughs> I was forced into picking a, a, an option for this game. If I had to just not choose a side here, I would. But I feel like that's taking the easy way out. And I'm not betting on the Bears. For shame. I have for shame. I'm betting on my own team. Come on, at home. For shame, for shame. Our pass rush is looking great. The Packers' not, O-line is did, not did the that words, good. Did the words that came out of my mouth just go in and out of your <laughs> little ear flaps that you've got on there? For shame, uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I love Fields. Um, I wish him nothing but success. I love I love, uh, uh I love him, and I hope the Bears don't destroy him. But unfortunately, I'm rolling with the Packers on this one. I roll. I went with the Raiders last week. I missed out, but I don't. <laughs> I th- I'm gonna go with the Packers minus four. I like. Uh, I like their offense too much, and uh, Mason Crosby is not gonna miss any field goals this week, so it'll be fine. <laughs> Josh, are you are you telling me that you like Aaron Rodgers more than Justin Fields? Wow. Currently. And you call yourself a Stop. Justin Fields fan. <laughs> what has Aaron Rodgers done? <laughs> what has he done for Ohio State? <laughs> what has he done for Ohio State? You're right. I'm switching it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, moving on to, uh, let's see. This is a good one. Ooh, Vikings at Panthers. Uh, it is at a... Uh, 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 minus plus minus one. Uh, we all went Panthers plus one, except Mike went Panthers plus one and a half. Um, this one's looking really close, guys. Uh, what do we what do we think on this one? And why Panthers we at Panthers? home? Panthers at home, right? Panthers at home. Yep. Uh, Panthers at home. Uh, yes, yes. Vikings. So the Panthers. Panthers. they have a really good defense, 
And I feel like when Kirk Cousins is faced, I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game. I just have a gut feeling it's going to be low. Unless Christian um, McCaffrey plays. I should take the under because, you know, whatever. Life's too short to bet on the under. Life's too short to bet the under. And we're not experts. But it's it's going to be low-scoring. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> okay, Kunis, if you have another week like last week, you, you can call yourself an expert. How about that? Fair enough. <laughs> just on soccer. <laughs> I just awesome. think I just think that's like Sam Darnold and Kirk Cousins are relatively on par with their talent and what they can do to their with their football teams. And I'm pretty sure Dalvin's going to play this week, right? Is that where is that where it's headed? Um, he practiced today. Uh, okay. I'm well, pretty Jefferson sure Madison. Not, Madison is also questionable. Jefferson, yeah, and Thielen, Justin Jefferson and Thielen both did not practice. I'd be surprised if they didn't play, but they have firepower, more firepower on offense than the Panthers do, even if they have McCaffrey. I'm just going to take the awesome. defense and what I think is going to be a low-scoring game, and it's at home, and you'll give me a point. I'm going to take the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the uh, the Vikings are good enough to be a road exactly. favorite over exactly. a team with a winning record. I agree. I agree. All right. Moving on, let's do uh, let's do two more here. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do Chargers at Ravens. Um, all of us are going Chargers plus three. <laughs> Kunis and Micah are going char- Chargers plus two and a half. Um, yeah, to be completely honest, <laughs> um, did not I, you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna first say when it comes to the pickums, I have to set aside my bias. Um, plus, I've also been last, so I gotta take some smart picks, but I also gotta find some 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 wild card ones here. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, our defense is got exposed by the Colts, uh, which is Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman alone. We just talked about how great Herbert is. Um, Lamar's gonna have to once again try to keep them in this game. And I just feel like on the defensive end, it's not going to be able to keep up with that Chargers offense. Uh, Eckler's going to go off. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, if he's healthy, it's our defense is just not. It's not going to be able to stop that high powered of an offense, especially coming off of a very emotional, thrilling win uh, on a Monday Night Football game. Very short week um, for you guys. Yeah, I, uh, I I expect I expect an L this week. Um, I don't think it's going to destroy our season or anything. But the Chargers are good, man. They're like I said, one of the best teams in the AFC right now, and I'm definitely uh, riding them at plus three, even though it's in Baltimore. How are how are the Ravens favored in this game? I know it's in Baltimore, but uh, I think it's just because of what happened with Lamar Jackson this past Monday night. I still think Lamar's going to have a good game. It's just he's. So do I. Yeah, it's not going to be good enough to, to, to keep up with the he had a good, defenses. He had a really good game against the beat-up Colts secondary and Carson Wentz. Like, mm-hmm. this is a whole different – And they're also – the Ravens are also at home. So. And we're getting Rashad Bateman. We're getting two offensive linemen back. So the offense is actually going to be getting a lot of weapons back. Um, but, unfortunately, the defensive side, we can't – you know, yeah, it's 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 bad. <laughs> I have a feeling that by the time this game rolls around on Sunday, it's going to be a lot closer than three. The spread. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to see. You're going to give me three points to take the Chargers. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. It's going to drop down to like close to even, is my guess. Yeah, it's already up to mark that. You can have. We'll put it into Archive Alley if we need to. <laughs> if I'm wrong. All righty. 
Uh, let's look at one more here. We'll just do the Monday night game. Bills at Titans. Uh, we have all taken the Bills minus uh, six, and uh, Kunis and Micah have them at minus five and a half. Um, I think we can all agree that the Bills look fanta- uh, fantastic, one of the best teams in the AFC right now. Um, however, any qualms on Derrick Henry maybe uh, breaking up that defense and uh, making this game a little close? <laughs> They're, he's not going to have the game script to do anything. They're going to be so, down like the entire game. I was going to be up early. I don't understand how it's a five-point spread. Is Julio coming back this week? Jared? Julio is practicing. He practiced okay. today, but I don't think it makes a difference. I think the Titans are kind of overrated. Ryan Tannehill is not having the year he had last year, and defense is so bad. their defense is just Swiss cheese. And they're going to do exactly what they did. It's going to be, a, it's going to to be a, it's going to be a shootout, and the Titans can't win shootouts. Mm-hmm. Bills are just going to pour unless it. it's against the Texans. Uh, that's when they can win a shootout all right so that wraps up just a few of our pickums here uh let's do our locks of the week you guys all know them uh micah why don't you go first tell us who your lock's gonna be i'm gonna get my thing set up see what the parlay would look like so i was i was gonna ask if i could go last because i really wasn't sure oh that's fine (laughs) share it I'll I'll, I'll still go. I only meant that I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, I was looking at all these spreads. I'm like, I'm not 100% confident. I think I might want to switch it, but I did initially pick the Bengals minus three and a half. I I don't, if they're playing the Lions, it's in Detroit. I feel like that's Mm going to be a pretty close game. I just figured the Bengals look good and the Lions are just shit, but. Three and a half is such a tricky spread because it is so it many is. times they win by it's under three. So I never like to take the three and a half. I'm starting to second guess myself. If I had to pick another one, I might just roll my guns so I don't look like a bitch. Whoa, whoa, now it, it, if you're talking about other ones, then is it really a lock? Yeah, we need a lock. <laughs> we, we need, need a lock, lock. Micah. <laughs> you know what? Lock it in. Lock it in. Let's this go. Angles minus lock. three and a half. Micah, I also took Bengals minus three and a half. So I have the opposite. Yep, Kunis and Jared went Lions plus three and a half. La- Damn. All right, I guess we'll see. Dan Campbell gets a win this week. Dan Campbell. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk. He's gonna be crying again. <laughs> Unfortunate though, he's so passionate about that team. I I want him to get a win. I want. Him yeah, to get a win that was an amazing. It's not gonna happen this week. Yeah, I don't think the Lions are good enough to stop the Bengals offense, nope. and their defense is pretty solid. They're good enough to lose by one or two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenneth, what's your lock of the week? So my lock of the week is uh, it's actually no longer the uh, biggest spread of the week. It is Rams minus nine and a half. Ooh. Uh, I think the Giants are so banged up. They've got injuries everywhere. Rams are a great team. I know it's in New York, so uh, there's probably going to be a few injuries likely on mm-hmm. that field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got to clear a couple steps in the concussion protocol. I mean, he looked yeah. bad. Did you guys see he, him? After he, that? Yeah, he was falling down. He, uh, and I'll gladly uh, take nine and a half points to Mike pick Glennon. against Mike Glennon. <laughs> Mike Glennon. <laughs> I've seen the Mike Glennon experience. It's not good. It's not pretty. Uh, uh, over over under like on punches thrown? This game, Kadarius is playing. He's gonna play. So, <laughs> give me two against Jalen Ramsey. Okay, but, all uh, right. Oh, he's going against all oh, right. Yeah. Dude, Jalen's gonna get under his skin. <laughs> um, but Kunis, you like to take these big spreads on these locks. 
Uh, I mean, it, you, I mean, you haven't been wrong yet, but it hit by a lot last time. Yeah, it did, I would, yeah. I would have taken the, uh, the Bucks minus like fifteen last game. All right, I like it. Uh, Jared, who do you got for us? Well, my lock of the week. It was Panthers plus one, but I see the line has moved now to plus one and a half. But that's going to be my lock: Panthers plus one and a half. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is, has practiced today. They are very hopeful that he will play this week. And if he does play this week, I am even more confident in my pick. The Panthers are three and zero with Christian McCaffrey playing, zero and two when he's not playing, and he only makes Sam Darnold look better. So, and just like we were saying earlier, the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins cannot play well against a winning record team, especially on the road against that good defense. Yeah. So give me Panthers plus one and a half. I like it. I like, I like it. it. All right. For me, I have to redeem myself from last week as the only lock <laughs> not to hit. So, <laughs> but I'm really confident in this one. I got the Cowboys minus three at New England. Uh, I think uh, the Patriots got exposed by the Texans' passing attack. Um, and we all know the Cowboys have enough weapons on their offense to, to, definitely, to definitely do the same. Um, I love Chris Moore, but he is still a practice squad player that went off on their defense. Um, Mac Jones and that offense can get one-dimensional at times. Um, I know we talked about uh, Diggs, but I feel like he's gonna give uh, he's gonna pick off Mac Jones a few times. So I love the Cowboys. Min- I think it's minus three right now. It was minus um, four earlier. Yeah, minus uh, Cowboys minus three at New England. Lock it in. I'm gonna get it this week, boys, and the parlay is going to survive. Um, <laughs> Damian Harris it, is also questionable. Maybe Mike that costs us this one. <laughs> yeah, with that yeah. Bengals pick. <laughs> so uh, put all those together. Oh no, go ahead. Hold on. I was thinking about it. I wanted to just double down my vote of confidence in the Bengals minus three and a half. Okay. Why? Okay. What's the double down? Because the lines are ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're also the unluckiest team in the NFL. So And the lines just find ways. Both of these teams find ways to just lose games. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. <laughs> all right. So you put all those together. Uh, it gives you a parlay, a four-legger parlay, plus 1,200 odds. A $10 bet will win you $130.08. I will for sure be throwing some money on this one because – it's the lock of the week parlay, boys. It's going I just, to. I, I hit. just threw it down. I just threw it's going down to it. hit. <laughs> I just threw on it. Let's we're gonna, it. We're gonna we're gonna take all the bad vibes from last week, and we're just gonna throw them away. <laughs> Let's go. How, much but, uh, you, how much? How much did you throw on it? I threw ten on it. Ten to win one thirty. I threw a hundred. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I threw a hundred Korean dollars, which is like less than hundred won. well boys i think that about wraps up our nfl show anyone got any closing thoughts anything to say any smack talk bears Uh, bears it's packers week baby i'm excited oh yeah i really think we have a chance against the packers i'm really excited for the game you guys see squid game you guys finish that show oh Oh, my god (laughs) i have to start it it. you need to watch it it. i I want to watch it it's just i have to so good at some point i know i've been seeing all the hype I'll, i'll see what's going on um, so yeah, listeners out there, if you haven't seen Squid Game, watch it. You'll be able to make friends. <laughs> also, <laughs> one thing. <laughs> yes, yes, Michael, they do. <laughs> All right. Also, um, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I want to say that we started a TikTok now. So if you want any fantasy football advice or like any football memes, just go ahead and follow us at 
Full Send Fantasy on TikTok and show us some love on there. All right. That, that, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. Check out the other podcasts we have. And uh, go Ravens. And Bears. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> Bear down. <laughs>